Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Rusty Quill presents. Hey everyone, Alex Italander here, and welcome to the Ostium Sagas. Now, if you're enjoying this series and want more right away, I just wanted to mention that you can get them on our Ostium Network Patreon at patreon.com slash ostiumpodcast. By becoming a supporter at any level, you'll instantly get access to the next 15 episodes in the series. So that's on our Patreon at patreon.com slash ostiumpodcast. Now, I'd just like to thank our five most recent patrons for supporting the Ostium Network. Thank you to Death to Komatsu, Daryl Williamson, Descripticon, Virginia Green, and Talon for all your support. We really appreciate it. And now let's get started with the next chapter of the Ostium Sagas. The Ostium Sagas. Eighteen Saga Two, sixteen sixty six, Part One. Author's Note As previously stated, the saga below is an exact reproduction to the best of the abilities of the scholars and copyists of the Conclave from the document heretofore referenced as the Slim Volume. Its language and meaning still remain shrouded in mystery and confusion, but the Conclave's hope is that one day it will be recognizable and understood by a future member of the Conclave. Hence its detailed and careful facsimile here. Recorder's Note Probably not a shocker to anyone, but when I cast my eyes on the second saga for the first time, and finally got the chance to start really reading this slim volume we've been hearing so much about, I saw it was written with the same cipher as the note that the writer of the previous saga used in his attempt 
to get in contact with the Ostium network. This was probably why he was so shocked at finding this document, a book that was clearly bound with a technology from the future, and written in a coded language that only he and trained members of the Ostium network would recognize, and be able to decipher. So let's get started, shall we? Saga begins. When I first stepped through the open doorway from the inception chamber to Ostium, it was just like any other time I'd done it, but also felt like a special first, because this time I'd be going through a door here and travelling back in time to one of the biggest and tumultuous events in England's long history, and I'd get to spend six months there seeing it all, and the aftermath, and then to come back here and back to the Ostium network and tell my unique story. If I had known what was going to happen to me once I got there, the sequence of events, would I do this all over again? I'm not sure. That's why I'm writing my story down, to see if I can find some answers, find out some whys, and see if I can find some meaning in the life I didn't really choose but had to live. Especially as those allotted six months now draw to a close. Maybe when I get to the end of the telling, I'll know if it's all been worth it in some way. We'll see, I suppose. Okay, let's get back to Ostium. Actually, no, let's introduce myself a bit first, just in case whoever might be reading my story would also like to know a bit about me. My name is Dana Lee, and I was born and raised in Long Beach, California. Went to high school there, then went to college at, you guessed it, Long Beach State. I never knew my dad, but my mom was this really amazing and very well-paid doctor who had a brain aneurysm while I was in college, and that was the end of her. Fortunately, it wasn't while she was performing surgery on someone. That would have really sucked. Anyway, I was heartbroken and everything at being an orphan when I still had a year to finish college and start working on my teaching credential when all this happened. Because she was a brilliant woman, she had this massive life insurance policy in the event of her death, and before I knew it, I was almost a millionaire, which would make getting my teaching credential a lot more affordable all of a sudden. It also allowed me to get it in different subjects, which was great because I really loved history and loved the idea of teaching people about history even more. Why am I giving you my life story, you might ask? Because the stuff you're going to read later is really freaking out there, and you're going to appreciate this normal, down-to-earth stuff then, let me tell you. I taught high school for four years, and as fun as awesome as it was, I wanted more. I wanted to dig deeper into the history. So I went back to school, USC, for a master's, and then a doctorate in history. Because money wasn't really a problem, I was getting the chance to follow my dreams. I graduated Dr. Lee, just like Mum, only a very different kind of doctor. I started applying for college-level teaching jobs across the country, casting my net far and wide, not knowing where I might end up. I'd have loved to stay in Cali, but with teaching jobs, beggars can't always be choosers. I got bites from more places than I expected, and flew out to each institution to check them out, get a feel for the place, oh yeah, and interview for the job. I'm really glad I did, as some colleges and towns I could tell just weren't the right place for me. A few others, I was going to be the only Chinese person for like a hundred miles. And for some others, I was going to be the only non-white person for like 500 miles. I started getting kind of depressed over it all. 
None of them seemed the right fit, but I needed a job. The impressive savings wouldn't last forever, and I wanted to teach history at this level. And then someone got in contact with me locally. They said it wasn't a teaching job necessarily, at least not the kind of teaching job I was looking for, but there would be some unique research opportunities available that I wouldn't find at any other job in the world. I got to admit, I was instantly curious. Plus, the interview was at a cafe on Belmont Shore. I didn't need to be asked twice to pay a visit to my old haunts at the LBC. And that's Long Beach City for you fools that don't know. And it was there that I first heard the word and about the town known as Ostium. <laughs> 